Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. Pieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we already warned you. Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 635, Godzilla vs. the Kong. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Can they not call him King Kong? Can they not call him that? Like, is that is that title? I think it's just like the reboot. I think it's just, you know, like okay. Kong is the reboot of... I just wonder if there's like a, a like a a way to differentiate a rights like a rights issue with Universal, I, but I, I would think you couldn't just create a big giant ape and call it Kong. Like I think they'd be on. That's that what game. I thought too. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, um, I think it's just I think that makes sense that like King Kong was the old movies, and then they're like this is Kong. the this is the new cool co- yeah anything cool Kong. that kind of plays on that you're gonna you're you know they'd shut you down. Like I started. Uh, you know, I got shut down. I started uh, my the, be the dildo company, King Dong, <laughs> and but they stepped wow. right in. And shut <laughs> Gee, I down. wonder why. Yeah, I know. It's very. Do you so. do you make all the products yourself? Well, I are they molds? They're molds. <laughs> yeah. So, but oddly enough, I was not su- shut down for Godzilla. <laughs> well, it was just it was just different enough. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, that's for bridezillas. You can only use this if you're married. <laughs> this is a, the Lord smiles on this, these sex yeah. toys. So uh, <laughs> we'll see if that stays in. Yeah. So Godzilla versus Kong. I thought the really weird twist on this movie is that it's entirely a legal thriller. That Godzilla versus <laughs> yeah. it's Kramer versus Kramer, but with monsters. Uh, there was a uh, there's you know in the prologue you find out that they that they fell in love, and. But and then what's in each of the next six chapters? It's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's so hard to sustain a relationship when you come from such different backgrounds. When I yeah. was a kid, they would call it a mixed marriage. I don't think you can say that anymore. <laughs> but uh, um, so it was hey, sad. do you want to do shameless plugs? Oh yeah, let's. Do, well, we should probably introduce ourselves. We didn't oh, do that, that too. at all. We didn't. Well, no, that's true. Let's go around the virtual table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, wherever you find your podcasts. You can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Uh, you can also leave us a rating and review. That's always helpful and helps uh, uh, boost our egos ever so slightly. 
Uh, oh, Do we even check for those? I haven't I, heard review I, I, in actually, months. I'm doing, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I was just. I will like, say, I will say, we have moved up. Like when you type in R E E L, we used to be like towards the like fourth or fifth or sixth, and now we're number three. I just well, think that's your phone learning you. I don't. That think. also could be true. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I've got a new strategy that will probably work out well. I'm going to rename the podcast the movie clip out, and I think <laughs> that will get us to the top of the charts. So we don't have it. We didn't get a new review besides that four star one, which is kind of like a backhanded compliment. But What's whatever. The four star one. I don't <laughs> it said uh, from Helen Buck. Uh, this is from March fourth, two thousand one. Okay. Uh, how about leaving politics and name calling out of it four stars? Oh. Well, that's not bad. I'll Ooh. take it. Yeah, fine. But I mean, that's four, stars, <laughs> four stars is like when your girlfriend tells you that you're the second best sex she's ever had. Yeah, you're like, oh, I can handle that. <laughs> oh, that's not yeah. bad. Yeah. I, I can get it. I'm still in the 99th percentile. Yeah, yeah right. I, I, our ratings <laughs> have gone up. Depending on how easy she is. <laughs> that's true. Oh, uh, what is happening? The, <laughs> the ratings have gone up. But our reviews yeah. haven't, so it's people are giving us extra, are rating yeah. us, but, but they're not typing it, which is totally fine. Yeah, yeah, the ratings fine. are more yeah. important than the reviews. I just thought it was funny earlier. I was so off on a tangent that even Joe was like, "How about you <laughs> get back to the show itself? Can we go back to doing the show, please?" That's a that's a bad sign. <laughs> so also, we have a Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Real Spoilers. Uh, while you're there, like the page, join the group, but don't forget our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Real Spoilers. We're for five bucks a month. You get bonus content, and it helps us out tremendously, and we greatly appreciate it. So uh, there's all of that. Let's dig in to Godzilla versus Kong. Did you guys watch the black and white version, or I did, from nineteen what? 54? No, the oh the Kong Godzilla versus Kong <laughs> Justices. I watched the one where they dubbed it entirely into French. Just oh, to, interesting. It was cute because uh, Godzilla was wearing a little beret. I also got to say, there's oh. not a lot of dialogue, so you wouldn't even know. Yeah. No, He's like, there's no talking in this movie. Le raw. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is exact. I loved this movie. This you know, is exactly what I wanted this to be. Yeah. And I, it was great. I watched this movie like a week ago. I don't remember hardly anything about it, but I remember that I liked it because <laughs> it was two just, giant monsters it, smashing each other. That's all you need to have. That's all like, I need. You don't. The, okay. Okay, I have a game to play. I brought a game. You ready? Oh, yeah. Editor, right. uh, cue the game show music. Are you ready? Do we have game show music? I don't yeah. know. Find some. There'll be okay. nothing here. <laughs> no, okay, sure. <laughs> Thank you, editor. All right, here's the game. <laughs> Name one human character from this movie without looking and go. Eleven. Maddie. Nope. Madison. Her name's Madison. Name one human character from this movie series and not another Madison. Film. I can only name them by... I can, o- I can only name them by other right. things that they've been in. <laughs> the Eleven's, uh, Millie Bobby Brown's character name is Madison. Shut up. You're looking at a computer I'm not. Screen. I'm not. Why do you know that? And why do you Because care? they keep screaming it over okay. and over and over. My point is, okay, so you can name one out of a I franchise with three shared <laughs> movies in it. Here's the thing. I, it doesn't matter. And what Adam Wingard, the director, did with this movie was smart because we're here to watch the giant you know nuclear reactor lizard punch the huge monkey and that's all we want to watch that's all i want to watch and i gotta tell you like adam wingard has always kind of been on this like he's he was he was an independent horror guy for a long time this is his first big one right yeah he did death note on netflix which we covered but this is like his block big thing i gotta tell you he killed it like, this is what, yeah. It's a beautiful it. looking movie. Yeah. It's a good looking movie. I was honestly kind of bored by it. Really? Yeah. Like in, in my review on the radio, I was just like, 
the secret to this movie, if you if you want to, if you're pressed for time, just whenever some whenever a human being talks, <laughs> go do something else. Like, That's right. true. Like, Skip it. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, it and, but it's like, but the problem with that though is that it's like to me when they when the monsters were fighting, there were no stakes. It was just it was just a boxing match. But and what do so, you? What? Wh- hold on. This, hold on. So, hold okay. on. Hold on. <laughs> stakes. Hold on. We came to see Godzilla punch <laughs> King Kong. That the the stakes were who will win. Like that's the whole. <laughs> I movie. mean, if that's enough for you, then okay. But it wasn't for me. Really? Like I, I was just like I. I was just like who? Like what happened? Okay, if Godzilla beats Kong. What happens? But it looked like Godzilla was going to destroy the entire Earth. That's the premise. The stakes are that Godzilla's on a rampage. We don't know why, and Kong has to stop him. Do we ever know why? He was being. He was targeting that. He was targeting that company, right? That was trying to create weapons or something. Oh, right? not Wayland Yutani, the other yeah, one. I'm pretty sure. I mean, again, I don't the remember Apex a ton, but industries. He was. Yeah, he was attacking yeah. that company because they wanted to create Mecha Godzilla as a weapon and harness his energy and so he was actually trying to destroy them but then the news is like why is Godzilla attacking cities but he's really was you know going after them I the, here's the thing is I it, it's weird I I listened I watched the movie and then I listened to uh, the binge movies podcast and they described this uh, perfectly this is a wrestling angle this whole yeah. movie is one right Godzilla turns heel yeah here comes Kong the, the baby face mm-hmm. and like he's his back's up against the wall because Godzilla's better, you know, stronger than he is. Uh, they have a three a three match series. <laughs> the bad guy wins the first one. The good guy wins the second one, and then it goes to a draw on the third one, so they can come back later and do a fourth one if they really want to. This is like it, we've complained so often about uh, Pacific Rim, or I don't complain about Pacific Rim. Well, like. I think we complained that it was dark, like it was dark and rainy the whole time. So yeah, like they had, they did their best to hide it. Um, and even in Godzilla and King of the Monsters, they went out of their way to put everything in at night and in the rain. That movie was right? horrible. Which one? King of the Monsters was horrible. Yes. yes. Uh, it has its moments, but I, right. It was dark. It was a snooze. I mean, Joel fell asleep during it. I think I fell asleep. <laughs> oh doing my god, it. that's right. Uh, that movie is so. <laughs> It's just such a bummer when you're like, yeah, look at this. Godzilla looks really good. It's going to be super cool. No, you. there was, I mean, the, it was cool that they introduced different monsters and everything, but the problem was, if I remember correctly, they spend way too much time with the human characters. It's like two hours of I, human characters and then like I 10 will say, minutes. I, I, I feel like they learned their lesson from Kong Skull Island, right? Which they was, absolutely Which did. was they were trying to make Godzilla movies that were like for grownups. Like they were still somewhat grounded in reality and like that, and I like that first Godzilla movie, but you don't see Godzilla for like an hour. Oh. I, mean, I like the basi- first one too, yeah. It, but I mean, it was basically Jaws, right? But yeah, it was like uh, almost the like- main character's last name was even Brody. So yeah, um, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but uh, but they they were just they but they got kind of like hamstrung by that, and then Skull Island was just crazy. Smash, Skull smash, Island smash. is awesome. That and movie was so much fun. It's the best of all of these. Yeah, in I my think opinion. So. Yeah. Skull Island was a lot of fun. And Skull Island for me, like that was big dumb fun. This this wasn't as fun for me. Like I I get that they're giving you lots of like monsters beating each other up, but like I never really understood why. I never really understood like what happened if one lost versus the other one. Uh you know, I was just like I I just like it's happening. I guess, but I don't know, understand why or, or why it matters. And 
and then whenever people talked, it was like yeah. somebody punched me in the face. No, I, I, I think that Skarsgård is terrible. That guy is the new version of Army Hammer minus the cannibalism, as far as I know. <laughs> as far as we know. As yeah. far as we know. I mean, he, I don't have a problem with sucks. him, but I just, I, I didn't even know he was in this movie. I didn't, like, care. Okay, how much do you think Kyle Chandler got paid to shoot <laughs> those two scenes he's in know, where he's right? just Good walking around? Him. 500 grand. That dude, I mean, he probably made a nice payday for showing up for one, that's like a one-day shoot. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> They easily. call him on the phone once, and then he's, like, at the end of the movie looking around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, he's involved with nothing of the rest they of the movie. They just reuse footage from, which <laughs> they, one was he in? The second one? The last the second one, one cuz he's right? he's Eleven's father. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. And that's the Eleven's third one, right? Eleven's or isn't Well, or, the second Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the second, and, yeah. And Eleven's mom was Vera Farmiga? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh jeez, did she get eaten? She gets killed. She was though, a scientist, and, right? But she was like yeah. a cra- like she was a crazy scientist? Like she, she was, was the bad cr- guy? No. Yeah. Oh, she was trying to get the monsters She's, to study them or something. Right? She was the like, bad guy yeah. in the second one, yeah. Yeah. Uh in the second Godzilla movie. Yeah. Yeah, this is like it there's a lot of weird homages in this movie too. <laughs> like there's a scene where Kong uh has his shoulder dislocated and he uh rigs it and like rams his shoulder into mm-hmm. a building like rigs from Lethal Weapon. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's hilarious. There's a there's there is I know the joke going around was the Martha joke. That oh, happens in this movie. That's retired, though. We can't. That joke's but been I mean, going like, on that, for... <laughs> they do that in this movie, right? Like, there's a scene at the towards the end where Godzilla has Kong dead to rights. And, like, they have this weird moment where they both kind of look at each other. And you can almost tell that they... Are, are mocking the Martha line. I didn't line. know. I didn't think of it that way. I, I totally I just thought it was like respect. Like, like Godzilla's like, hey, look, I won. I'm not going to kill you, you know, but we both know who won because he let him live is what happened. I just kind of took it as one of those. You know what I mean? I like, just, it, the, the whole way the scene was set up, it's set up almost identical to BVS. And I just thought it was like a, a nice little like, eh. I think it's hard not to draw comparisons. I guess that's true. This. I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, maybe Adam Wingard did, but I in my mind, I just feel like it was that, it was showing that, like, yeah, Godzilla. I mean, if you think about it, yeah, Kong's a huge monkey, but like, Godzilla <laughs> is a walking nuclear power plant that shoots fire <laughs> out of his. Like, he tears through things with those spikes. Like, Godzilla right. should just be ripped in half in five seconds. Or, I'm sorry, Kong should be ripped in half. Like, he's uh, the king, man. Yeah, you can't rip, he's he's too good. He should never win. I'm not saying but he's I like smarter. Kong. Right? Yeah, he's smarter than Godzilla. He's smarter. That's what I thought. Yeah, he, he, he has. He has he yeah. has an axe for Christ's sake. Like, that axe was awesome. <laughs> okay. A Godzilla scale, turn, like charge. That on was an ridiculous. Axe. It was in the best possible yes. way. Yes, yes. But well, and awesome. th- there's your homage, right? Like that's where he rams the handle down Godzilla's throat. Like what a great little thing. But yeah, because like that's from there's a I was it another the other the original Godzilla versus uh, yeah King yeah. Kong where he where King Kong grabs a a tree and rams it. Down yeah. oh, and I was right, like, right. that's how, it's it's a great gift. Like it's a perfect yeah. gift for for all of it. But, but, yeah. but talk think... about missed opportunity. Like I I can never forgive this movie for one thing. What's they that? taught King Kong sign language. There is not one scene where he flips somebody off. Not one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not you think one. You, the way this whole movie plays, you'd think like that would be a thing. How do you? How do you not? You got a big <laughs> giant ape that you've established no sign language. He doesn't flip anybody <laughs> off. You know, not a single person. Because not one King, person. King Kong is classy. 
No, <laughs> he's classy. No, I didn't come. You don't go to a King Kong versus Godzilla movie for its classiness. You go to it for a giant monkey flipping somebody the bird. Bird has has Clint Eastwood any which way you can movies taught you nothing. <laughs> he's so classy. We get a scene of him scratching his butt early in the morning. Yeah, oh my like gosh. and so yeah, it's this is I, I I'm seeing a lot of like oh this is dumb this is stupid I just don't. You cannot criticize it. What okay. are you? What did you want? What do you want from this movie? I wanted to kind of care about who was going to win. Oh, like, see, I didn't know. I'm, like I was always like, okay, if Kong loses, then what? I don't know. But well, I mean, I don't have they did idea. a wrestling angle, right? Like the two, they both got a win. Hey, man, Joe, like you can, <laughs> you can make what I'm about to say your ringtone, and I, it pains <laughs> me to say it, but wrestling has better stories. Sometimes, like. The story. <laughs> Can we we need to edit that though. We like we need to clip that, <laughs> save that for me. I'm just that's for my own personal use. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right, I'm a dirty. Offer. Yeah, I'm afraid. What's... I'll send you one of my uh, King Dong prototypes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good old time. Well, this will be our last show. So thank you, everyone. <laughs> we had a good run, <laughs> boys. Great. But Joe uh, at least died with a smile on his face. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I just and a sphincter. I, <laughs> Not my well, yeah, that's probably is it winking. Yeah. It'll get that far. <laughs> I, I'm honestly at a at a loss for words when people are just like it was dumb, it was boring. I there was like, are movies that are supposed to be dumb. You're not. Yeah, boring. like I don't, I don't mind that it was dumb. I but I do yeah. mind that it that for me it was boring. Like I I wanted to at least ca- like know what happens if one of them lost the fight. And 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 I will say. These sorts of movies always frustrate me because I know going in, ultimately, there will, will be lose. no winner, no. Right? right? Like, right. you know, like, because these properties are owned by different people, nobody's going to allow their moneymaker to lose. And sure. so, well, I also hated that whole the Kong versus Godzilla, who will win and the fights back and forth. It's like, it was so stupid because you knew neither would lose. So right. I, I just, I, you know, and I obviously a lot of people played into it and they like rooting for their team. It's whatever. And that's fine. But with me, for me, knowing that the stakes were nothing like for either of them to lose. So it's interesting. So who owns Kong? Does Warner Brothers own Kong? Universal. Or does Universal. Wasn't it Universal that did the Kong movies, I thought. I forget who made the original. So then how did this end up with it on HBO Max? Well, they can like, license it, be- it. I mean... Oh, I mean, they could I always thought this license. was a WB movie. Maybe it wasn't. No, this is a legendary, and I guess WB had the deal, a deal to distribute legendary productions. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You know they do have like, that. There was definitely a deal in place. You know, and Nolan legendary. broke it off. I think after. Okay, all so that. originally it was it was an RKO picture. So who knows? Where so the who? Rights yeah, yeah, that's all over the place. But yeah. Universal made like the Peter Jackson King Kong, right? I think Universal is the one that's been making. I thought those. W, no, I thought WB did was that because WB? he was because I thought he was. T- I thought Jackson was tied into WB, right? To Warner Brothers. Am oh, I making that up? Maybe WB got it after a while. I I don't see. The thing is, I'm not a huge Kong or Godzilla. Like I haven't seen the old movies. Like I, so, Godzilla yeah, is it was totally made by. Like, it was distributed by Universal. Universal, okay. see, that's okay. what I thought because I remember the just the intro or whatever. Oh yeah, so, you know what? That makes sense because I mean the, the Universal ride, the Universal ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. Sure, it's sure, been sure. there forever. Yeah, because um, I mean, even before the is it one, still there? I think they got rid of it, but like even back one. in the day, there was like oh, a, a before the, the yeah, there was like the hand that would come out and grab you when you oh on yeah, the yeah, tram. yeah, yeah, like uh, you know. So I mean, they've had a, they've had a, a a King Kong 
presence there for a it was their yeah it was supposed to be their opening day ride and i think it malfunctioned and they had to delay it you know the the huge the kong animatronic <laughs> the i think wouldn't work for a couple of days and like so people were ticked because they were you know lining up or whatever to get in it was the big opening thing and then they were like yeah you can't Oh, there, by the so way, I think no I'm pretty sure it's that one. I, I haven't uh, looked into that for a while, but anyway, yeah. So I think I think with this movie, I mean, it's really smart what Wingard does because he gives us, like you said, what we want. And I totally get and in our our criticism wasn't with you, Tom, for saying like you wanted to care more, or whatever. But the people that are saying like it's dumb, yeah, like, that makes you, it bad. That makes no sense for this no, franchise. I mean, it's 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 a monkey. V- punching a lizard like what what, (laughs) you want what's the smart version of that look like right like you know and i will say this like the complaint about the first two godzilla movies was how little action there was oh yeah yeah and so i mean they have certainly rectified that so i mean i i mean i i I have to acknowledge that like you you will not and i and i think that's part of why people the people who love this movie are loving it so much is because you do get a lot of that and and a, and a lot of times these movies lately they they kind of scrimp on that so so kudos to them for at least getting that part right i just wish they had gotten the stuff in between those moments right cuz it would have made it would have made those fight scenes way more interesting if right. if you could care like i i feel Mistakes. like the people that really love this movie they just have a deep love for for Godzilla and King Kong. So yeah. it's fun. Like they don't need the story cause they already love the characters and they have 40 other movies that, that they can think about while they watch these fights and that's enough for them. And that's fine. It's just, I've never really been a big monster movie guy. And so like, like I've, they've never really done much for me. And so for me, it has to, it needs to be kind of like a little better than that. We well, sure. need Abbott sure. and Costello. <laughs> yeah, Abigail meets King Kong, man. Now you're talking. This you're was talking. the 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 Godzilla and Gamera and King Kong not as much because it the King Kong movie wasn't like smashy smashy. Right. It was a story, like it was a love story. Love story. Totally. It was, I mean, it was more the serious version of a monster movie, right? Yeah. Like, even yeah, though absolutely. it kind of gets re repackaged and 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 kind of remembered as a kids movie because of the stop motion and, and the the monster angle of the film it right. really is a, f- a film for grown-ups not that kids can't watch it but i don't know how much it would really entertain a kid until he starts swatting down airplanes off the and I th- that's Stable. where the peter jackson movie i think it's not good like that's not a good movie i like it that movie looks i liked it oh, i thought yeah, it, I I mean, it. it was a it little feels... slow that's like, yes i i think it, he it you know he kind of uh even though it predates this, he kind of Zack Snydered it, right? Like he was, he was so in love sure. with the source material, and he mm-hmm. so wanted it to be. In, he he made the mistake of thinking epic story means epic runtime, and I think if if he'd have tightened that movie up, right? And, oh, that's probably true. You know, like because it because yeah. it, it was like what a two and a half, two hour and forty five yeah. minute runtime, yeah. and he was like, I'm telling this epic story for the ages, and it's like really because the first one was an epic story for the ages, <laughs> and it was like ninety <laughs> minutes long. So, like, I I think like where it is in your heart isn't necessarily where it's at on the page, and and by making the page the size of your heart, you right. you did a disservice to the film. But it, it's a but I don't think it's. Maybe need to rewatch movie. it. I just remember being very bloated and yeah i mean i boring. i don't think that that you're wrong i but i definitely think it's better than the 1976 version with so that was so it was fade dunaway 
Is that who was the the lead in the seventy six version? Seventy six so, yeah. was it? I think it is. I think Wait, that's, no, I think no, it's no, like no, the no, first. No. Faye Dunaway is the original one, right? Yeah, old, then, like no, thirty Faye, something or whatever. Faye Dunaway. No. What? Oh, Faye Ray. Faye, oh, Faye, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Faye Dunaway. I'm pretty sure that people are yelling yeah. at their <laughs> radio right now. Um, I'm pretty sure Faye Dunaway. That's her first. Like it's it's introducing Faye Dunaway in that movie, and then it's Naomi Watts in the Naomi Peter Watts. Jackson yep. version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I it, like that one we, a lot. I you know the here, the thing is that I it, I guess it all just it depends was Jessica on what Lang you, that was in. Ah, and all I could think was go. Glenn Close. I was just like, but no, it was Jessica <laughs> Lang. Was, but that's her first role, right? Uh, I think it might have been. If not, it was really early in. Okay. I think, you know, a lot of this just depends on what you enjoy. Like, you know, if you enjoy getting into the mythology of stuff and watching a three-hour movie, I mean, Peter Jackson does a really great job of building up Skull Island and the creatures and, like, you care about the characters because you meet them all and you get, like, I think he does a really good job of establishing that stuff and sometimes you feel like watching a three-hour movie where you just want to go on that adventure with the characters that you learn about. Sure, sure. You know, and sometimes you want a 90-minute, you know, beat-em-up movie. So it just, (laughs) I think it really just depends on the advantage that Wingard had here is he this is a this is a tight movie it is it does yeah, it is I, not I, a, credit for that man credit yeah. for that that like like I really when I sat down to watch this movie I'm like this thing's gonna be two and a half hours long and it was an hour <laughs> and 53 minutes and like 20 of it are credits yeah so right. Right. um yeah and also He's a smart like filmmaker when like I that's... looked up that who who was the female lead of the King Kong 76 movie I don't know how how did I not know that Joe Piscopo was in the original was in the as 76. who I don't know, but I, <laughs> but he's listed as being in King Kong. King Kong is in the suit. He, yeah, yeah, he's he is Kong. Yeah, that and it's Adrian Brody and Jack Black mm-hmm. in yeah. the Jackson yeah. version. Yeah, you should go back and watch it. And there's maybe the I'll give that a cut. Re-watch. I think uh, that maybe oh, so that's like five hours long in black and white. Great, four and a half. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's not that pretentious. <laughs> no. Come on. I mean, um, you know, how- so talk about so I mean I mean we can briefly talk about the characters in this movie. There's a podcaster, so I thought that was cool. Yeah, right. And he's he's like the neurotic uh, conspiracy theorist podcaster, That's, which is becoming uh, a new thing. Yeah, Brian Tyree Henry <laughs> plays him. Like I liked him. I thought he was really funny in this movie. Like I mean, again, I don't care about the characters. Like I can't tell you their names and all that. But when he was on screen, I liked his neurotic like conspiracy theorist podcaster. I mean, he was right. He was trying to uncover what right. this company was doing, and he was. But you know, he seemed like he was a crazy. And I think it was at least clever how like. Millie Bobby Brown's character listened to his was all, podcast. Was all in. So, but she listened to him and followed him because she's right. into all the monster stuff, obviously. And so then they meet up and you're like, okay, cool. They kind of know each other because she knows him from the show. And so it I, just, you know. I did like the, uh, when they meet for the first time and he said, tap water, tap or bottle. And she was like, bottle. And he was the other kid and he's like, tap? He's like, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I like that other kid. Like, that kid was in Deadpool too. Like, he's the... He's oh, yeah, like yeah. The, he's the, he's uh, from uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. He's the... Yes. Yeah, yeah he's a Taika Waititi guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought that... And he was very funny in this too. Yeah. He does yeah, he nothing. He kind of irritated like, me. He kind of lie. irritated me as well, but... But, I, he had like I liked the water bottle line, yeah. and then I liked the the hacking line. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I did HTML in summer camp, and the yeah. the podcaster's like, Are you kidding me? And he like he messes it up, and you can't log in. Do you like those Taiko Atita movies, Tom? I mean, I think if you like him, you probably like this. Ro- I, I do like those movies. So yeah, okay. yeah. I just didn't I, like. I've I don't know. I kind of felt like there was too much going on there. Like I think yeah. it should have just been. I don't know that there should have been a third. 
Yeah, no, I mean, again, I think if they would have cut out the humans even more, even though this movie does a good job compared to some of the other entries into the franchise. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, when, but the thing is with this slim runtime, I mean, pretty much it's just off to the races. Once you get past this little human, you know, you, you introduce those main characters and you're like, okay, whatever. Now let's get to the monsters. And so, right. I mean, the bulk of the movie is what, I mean, there's uh, Godzilla's destroying towns and you don't know why. Kong is captive by well yeah they've got him they've got him locked at at skull island the rebecca hall is researching and like like uh in this facility that like i thought that was really cool how it made it are they not on skull island or are are they just they're in a facility on skull island and i thought it was really cool how it looked like the jungle and then when he threw a big spike you're like what the hell is he doing and then it shatters and you see like all the the plates or whatever that Pixelated are generating the, the imagery. And so um, I, I thought visually there were some really cool moments. I mean, aside from the fight stuff, but just the jungle and everything that they created, the visuals looked very he, realistic. Like that, he, like I said before, he's, he has been a small time and I don't mean small time, but like independent horror filmmaker. He's, he's done some great stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like there's some really good horror movies that he's done. Uh, I think he did the guest and you're next, which we, I think we, covered both of those maybe um i don't think we covered the guest yeah we i think we did your next but he also yeah. did um two the Blair other which remake not good reboot or whatever that, <laughs> that was. was not very good but i don't really he, remember it honestly it was like a soft reboot where yeah. the brother of the girl from the first one goes into the woods to and try it was to the find one where they like they filmed it and they didn't kind of tell anybody it was going to be a Blair Witch movie and then they were like surprise it's Blair Witch <laughs> they should have just left it that way yeah um, and it wasn't but, awful but it was just kind of like it added nothing yeah yeah it was yeah you're right and then so there were two other the two other ones that he did that I can't think of but those are like those two mm. in super the independent guest is ones. awesome they, the guest is great dan stevens um, i mean dan Ste- someone said the other day that army hammer should be automatically replaced by dan stevens and <laughs> everything i 100 percent. i can see that, that. dan yeah. stevens is great he, yeah I mean, he's really good he watch the guest if you haven't seen it it's excellent and like dan stevens is the beast in the live action i mean obviously it's cg'd but he's the the beast he's on that. legion he was the lead on legion, legion he's the well. main character i i need to finish season three i watched one and two i really loved legion but i just haven't started three it was yet. good he did. Uh, you know, one of the nice things about the Army Hammer scandal, one of the upsides. <laughs> I'd like to be a glass half full kind of guy, right? This like, should I be think interesting. Everybody knows right? me about my positivity. Is that is that now I can tell people I'm refusing to watch Lone Ranger out of a <laughs> sense of moral superiority, right? Like yeah. before, it was just like it's a bad movie, but now I can be like I can't even watch this movie he now. eats people what am i can't yes. i can't support that i am worried what could happen to silver <laughs> or tonto <laughs> Oh man, Silver is not the problem. Tonto would be the yeah, problem. Talk about those two guys, and I know that like the Amber Heard stuff and all that. But I'm just saying that movie is Army Hammer and Johnny <laughs> Depp. <laughs> I heard Johnny Depp going to do a, a version where they edit in Kevin Spacey. <laughs> well, I mean, it might. what's the look? What's what's our least most of off- at least our least offensive option in this movie? Yes, yeah. CG ah. Christopher Plummer. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to digitally insert Kevin Spacey, and I don't mean in the film. <laughs> yeah. I just oh. mean they're going to digitally insert them. <laughs> too, too, anytime is too soon. <laughs> no, it's not. Not for that guy. That guy can go well, screw. Well, or not. Well, not. yeah, that's no, the problem. Do that. We don't want to talk about him digitally yeah. or inserting anything. Uh, it's, it, But, like, so Godzilla has had this life uh, from through the Toho films. Like, he's, I mean, like Tom said, there's like 50 movies. 
it's interesting how the American audience kind of did their own Godzilla. Yeah, Yokira Taco Bell. Yeah, right. Right. They've done Pepsi three. and Taco Bell or whatever. Uh, Chihuahua. Remember all those commercials? Yes. That was, was like right, like 2000, right? Wasn't it Godzilla was set? In oh. Two, it was like yep. ni- 1999 yep, yep, yep. or something. But it, 98, but it was called Godzilla 2000. Yes. Or so, I don't remember. Oh, no, no. The, the It was just called Godzilla. There was a Godzilla 2000, but that was a Toho movie. Okay. But um, I, I don't know why I remembered it. 99. Being, I think it was 98 or 99. I know it was 90 something, but then. Called Dan. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Dan, do you remember that Dan came up with the giant Godzilla chip? Yeah. No, you're right. It's 1998, right? They passed on. I'm, I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you, they would. Doritos would be in a whole different thing now. <laughs> People would that. still be talking about that promotion to this day. Yes. We they are. Would, they would and recycle it. They'd bring it back. Well, and did you see that there was like some sort of tie-in where it was like they were selling like quadruple hamburgers, and one was the Kong, and one was the Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Movie. So, so someone still they. 25 years later they stole dan's idea stole dan's idea to those bastards the dan bastards. i can just imagine dan being with like the big long beard and looking all disheveled <laughs> and being like i came up with that idea and, you know that kong burger you know we should probably say for me. people that you know don't necessarily take notes on every episode or That's haven't true. been listening for 45 years so <laughs> when dan was on the show uh he talked about he was working for an advertising agency that was c- contracted to do uh come up with ideas to pitch in relation to the Godzilla movie, the version with Matthew Broderick and yeah. his idea because w- they were pitching Doritos was to sell Godzilla style Doritos and you would open the bag and there would just be one <laughs> giant Dorito in there, <laughs> which is genius. <laughs> Absolute genius. It's a great and they, idea. And oh, they didn't man. do it. And if they had done that I, again, people would, still be talking about that to this day people would ha- still have those bags of doritos oh, for sure. and they would sell for, sure. for 150 bucks on ebay right. like it would be it would be like pepsi free yeah <laughs> totally if you want a pepsi you got to pay for it uh it's just interesting that there's only been 3 up until this point there have only been 3 kong movies and they're remakes <laughs> like the one's the original and there's two remakes of king kong and there have been there no haven't been other, any other Kong movies? In no, the days? he's so Kong is in the Godzilla movie, right? Or the the Kong King Kong versus Godzilla. He's in that, and then I, I mean, if I'm, I don't think that I'm wrong, but there was. I don't never know. It had, just seems like there's been more, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that there has. Wow. Okay, well, he pops up in other movies though, but not like Godzilla. Not like where it's like Kong punching, you know? Because yeah, there I, was Son of Kong. There you go. What is and, that? Well, I so when two Kongs love each other very much. <laughs> I've only seen one Kong though. But yeah, there was Son I've of Kong. Seen... And that's from thirty three. I see Kong. Oh, okay. Is that a Kong movie? <laughs> Mighty Joe. Or is that a is that a uh, a rip off of King Kong? Yeah, here's a description of, of Kongo. Son of Kong. Uh it movie picks up one month after the events of the first film. The uh One director... month, that's all it takes? The director, Carl (laughs) Denham, returns to Skull Island in search of treasure. Instead, he and his fellow adventurers find a giant albino gorilla. Oh, that's offensive. Uh, (laughs) Believed to be Kong's son, as well as a panoply of other bizarre and oversized. Now, wait a minute. Did it actually say panoply? It does. How many is a panoply? Uh, It's more than four, but less than a (laughs) hundred. 
And then there's King Kong versus Godzilla from 62. Right, and right, And then right. King Kong Escapes in 67. Oh. Okay, okay. And then the, the remake in 76. And then King Kong Lives in 86. Oh, wow. I had no idea that there were this many. And well, then I just, the Mighty I like... Kong in 98. What is that? Uh, it looks like it's animated. Now. That's what I thought. I think it's an animated. And I just like TV this show. Peter Jackson's Peter Jackson's in two two thousand five, and then there's Kong, King of Atlantis. Uh, oh, that doesn't seem right. It's also a cartoon. Oh, I, like <laughs> I saw him in the water in this one. It didn't work. Nineteen sixty one Konga. The poster says, <laughs> "Not since quote unquote King Kong has <laughs> the screen exploded with such mighty fury and spectacle." Konga. Gonna find <laughs> it has it. an A on. Gotta the watch end. it. <laughs> The screen exploding it. was also going to be. We were going to make a film version of King Dong, and <laughs> that was going to be our tagline. So we got actually sued twice. It was kind of a three-way King Dong. <laughs> oh, the, a three, a three, pro, a three-prong King Dong. It was a double-sided King Dong. That's what we called it. Two, in the legal no, it's, it's two-pronged. Two-pronged. Two-pronged King Dong. King Dong. Yeah. That lasted too long. So what I liked about this movie was how ridiculous it was. And again, like yeah. when they say stupid in the best ways possible. So this movie, they go to these people that are researching on a theory to go to the center of the earth. Yep. And at the center of the earth, they find a cool like gravity point to where like if you jump high enough, you reverse and then gravity pulls you the other way. I mean, it, it's so insane, but that's what I loved was this movie was all the like sci-fi ridiculous stuff with, you well, know, they, besides from the two monsters. They talk about this in Skull Island, their hollow earth theory and that, and that was part of why people wouldn't believe the scientists because the scientists were like, the earth is actually hollow and there's giant monsters in there and people are right. like, you know, okay, QAnon. <laughs> you know, yeah, but, but I, I, but I love that they go there and they do it, and it makes no sense. But it's all it's sci-fi, right? And so, yeah, in in the visuals of the floating stuff and like the way that they went between the gravities of the top. I mean, I thought all that stuff looked really great. I mean, that's some that's some wicked imagination from Wingard and the people that like visualized all that and the CG's top notch. I thought um, this CG know, the, is fantastic. There, there are some parts where they were a little wonky, but overall, I mean the fighting, the water stuff, you know, all I could to, think is like, are they going to get sued by Roger Dean? Like avatar did. <laughs> <That's> what <it laughs> what happened like. with that? Well, cause it was, I remember when avatar came out and I was like, it looks like a yes album cover. And yeah. Oh, and then yeah. they got and Roger Dean did all those those mm-hmm. classic yes album covers and then i believe he ended up suing avatar and he did and uh um and this look to me looked a lot like roger dean stuff mm, gotcha. it's with the mountains it's interesting upside down to, and the you know like he looks it, we've talked about it before is like in, in transformers or uh, any of these where you've got like giant things punching each other and you don't know what's what they do not put anything in the daytime or at right. nighttime, there's no rain. Like you get to see everything. They destroy Tokyo. No, it's it's <laughs> on Front Street, man. You you can see it, and I th- yeah. and I think that's what people are responding to. Like I right. mean, I like I didn't care for this movie. I get why someone would like it. Like I'm not like you know, it's dumb if you like this movie. But um, it just like I said, it just didn't do it for me. But but yeah, like when they're fighting, like they're not hiding anything, like they are in so many of these other movies. Right. Um, and it, that was one of the things I liked about Skull Island. Right. Is it was it was in the daytime. All in daytime. Yeah. And but I I also I wish the the fights in this movie had been more clever. Um, it was just slugfests, which can be fun, but it's 
but it, it it's not I don't know it's not clever where I felt like the fights in Skull Island were were smarter and more fun to watch the moves and and stuff I'll tell you he, this this movie was the first time that I said this should have been viewed in the theater yeah this is a movie I, I you know I've been a proponent of like I mean it's great that VOD is coming out it's allowed us all to watch movies and everything that's fantastic I don't think you have to see most movies in the theater or really you don't have to see any of them but when I was watching this even on a 70 inch TV with with decent sound I'm like this would have been so cool in the theater like oh there's just this experiences been there's just experiences that even if you can still enjoy the movie which I did the, there's no match for the theater and so i totally get why some people say that about certain movies where it's like this is one of them like there's i don't yeah, think you can really debate that. that the sound you know like the hitting and everything like yeah. there was no impact watching it at home where i'm sure each punch would have shaken the you know the seats in the theater and so yeah. i do miss that and like i was lucky enough to be able to see tenet at that really limited screening in the theater which i thought was an amazing experience and so if i hadn't have seen tenet i i would have felt the same way i'm sure about that one like there's just some movies with the the soundtrack with the action and everything I think it's more about sound for me because again, like I've got pretty big screens here at home, but that surround sound that shakes the seats, man, it's, yeah. it's really, really hard to match that even with a good system. I, I would agree. Like I bought a, a new TV going into this like time when we, when that, when uh, mm-hmm. HBO announced all of this stuff, HBO, Disney, all of they're like, everything's coming to the streaming services. Like we're getting it all. And I was like, man, I, okay, I have to upgrade. Like, I'm not going to watch these movies. on like, a TV I bought 15 years ago. Right. And this was the first time I was like, Oh, we're using this TV to its full capacity. Mm-hmm. Like it. Yeah. It, I'm a sound bar, the whole thing. So yeah. we're ready to rock and roll. But I would agree. Like this is one of those ones that needed. Uh, this is the first time I remember thinking, yeah, this would have been pretty ridiculous. Yeah. In the theater. I, it, it, and it's like, again, I missed the theater in general. Like I loved going to the theater. I mean, again, the stupid audience stuff aside, I mean, going to the theater is really fun. And especially when you go with your friends and everything and talk afterwards, but I haven't really felt this way about a movie where I felt like I'm not having the full experience. So like, this is a movie where the crowd would be cheering when cool stuff happens. This is a movie. Oh yeah. When he feel. leaps in, when he leaps in the air with a atomic powered ax, yeah. that would have been like <laughs> over and over and over. I felt the moments like I felt that I was missing out on the audience cheering and the impact of the sound. And you know what I mean? Like, so because this movie, like when we talk about movies that feel like rides, like we're gravity, right? Like gravity. I did not like, but I admired it. I know I'm the minority here, but really you didn't like that. I didn't because I thought it was boring, but I said it's the best space simulation I've ever seen. Like sure. gravity okay. at home. I would have found almost no enjoyment. Gravity in the theater was at right. least a cool experience and IMAX and all that. So some movies are more, I think experiences. And like this movie is a really cool beat em up stupid movie. That's more of an experience. Like, again, I can't really remember much about it, but at the time I was having a blast and that's the, you know, the experience that I'm going to take away, not the plot, not the characters, all that stuff doesn't matter. But if you want to watch a movie that you're just like, yeah, this is cool. And you're just like hanging out. I, I think this is great for that. I thought Tom was going to say something. So. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's like, it's honestly like, I don't even know what more to say about this movie. Like I don't, I wouldn't even classify <laughs> I would, it. I would, minutes I would, to suck. I just like, there's, there's just 
I mean, there's not a lot of meat on the bone. Like, it's just they're, they punch smash, each smash. other. And when they're not punching each other, it's a snooze fest. So, like, the one more plot point. So, we talked about Godzilla's destroying these things. So, we find out that this evil company, I guess Apex Cybernetics, is this the bad guys. They're trying to build Mecha Godzilla. So, that was the right. big, like, reveal, like, that they didn't. They didn't really show. And they're you. using they're using the heads of Gehedra. I think that's how you say it yeah, from the, the th- second movie, from the, the second Godzilla movie. One, yeah, as like power. Yeah, they're, they're like, aren't they like driving Pacific it, from it. A, inside a skull? <laughs> yeah, basically, it's like Pacific yeah. Rim. <laughs> and so they're trying to power Mechagodzilla to use it as a weapon. And so we think that Godzilla is just destroying towns randomly, but really he's trying to attack these companies and whatever. I mean, that's what I gathered from the plot. So eventually. The Mecha Godzilla gets powered up. We see the big reveal. It looks really cool. I mean, it's a yeah. really cool robot yeah. well bad done. guy thing. And uh, and so now we've got Kong and Godzilla doing their like alpha thing. Like who's the king of the monsters? Like it comes down to in these other movies, they've killed all the other ones, and so now like Kong and Godzilla are the big ones left, and they have to prove who's the king. But there's this other threat out there, so they fight each other, and then eventually this gets powered up to fight them, and then they kick its ass, and that's the plot. And it's like, but it's redi- like <laughs> we're we're kind of glossing over the fact that there's this girl, this young girl who has taught him sign language, uh, who I thought was really good. She has no lines, but I thought she was. I don't, you know that she was fine. Like she was a good little protagonist. Who, who is she to Rebecca Hall's character? Adopted so daughter or no? So she is. Like her family was killed, uh, it's by something. Okay, so she's so just like she's like an orphan, her. and Rebecca Hall okay. has kind of adopted her as like her daughter, kind of. What I didn't like about this, and this is almost like the opening of the movie when we talk about Kong being enclosed inside of that, um, inside of the place on Skull Island, they send this little girl <laughs> to go up to this gigantic. I mean this the Kong is as big as Godzilla in this movie. I don't really understand the sizes because I never imagined him that big. He was big. smaller. So he remember he was smaller yeah. in Kong. But he's like really but now, grown. But now we're, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's he's one even line got a bigger, where they're like, he's bigger now. Okay. He's got that, a bigger beard. <laughs> because at first when you saw Skull Island, even as intimidating as Kong was, and then you're like, he's going to go, did you see how big Godzilla is? And they show <laughs> yeah. the spikes coming out of the water and stuff. You're like, this thing is as big as a, a, a skyscraper. But okay, so now Kong's bigger. So they send this little girl that can't even hear up to him and surely she could like feel the vibration of him breathing that would be horrific i don't think i i i think as as much as i complain about the plot of the movie i think you might have misinterpreted that scene okay i don't think they sent her up to him she had been sneaking off to see him like and no that that, first scene i thought rebecca was watching the later one she sneaks off to go see oh i thought it was like because they didn't know that he spoke sign language if they sent him off then if they she had to be she taught him the sign language, and they didn't know he he was doing it right. But this is before all sign language. Th- that no, was he later. knew the sign language up until he like. He, there's no. He didn't just pick up on the word. No, no, home. no, no, no. That's not what I said. No, this is before we saw the sign language reveal. When, oh. In the very beginning, she right. just walks out there, and then Rebecca Hall's like, "Good job, sweetie." Whatever. Like she sent her to go appease Kong when Kong could have just like taken Squished his pinky her. finger <laughs> and been like boop. And so I just I thought that was kind of like. It was that was the. Oh, I thought part. she was supposed to be having like some sort of like secret relationship with Kong behind everybody's back. No, because Rebecca Hall saw it. Then she says, "Good uh, job." Afterwards or whatever. Hmm. She is she like a. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I just thought yeah. it was dumb because who would send a little child right. 
against this gigantic thing that's that's like destroying things around well, you. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, but that's why you use a kid that's not your own, right? Like, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> he's an orphan. Know. She's yeah, an no, orphan. Nobody's, nobody's gonna, gonna miss her. her. <laughs> like it's you know <laughs> like that's. <laughs> so the 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 heart of the movie that you get. Yeah, the the heart of the movie all comes from this little girl and and the she she's deaf so she does sign language and she's been teaching Kong like Joe said and so we care about you know that's like the heart of it where it's like oh Kong is actually like he's smart and he cares he won't he doesn't kill humans that he knows are good you know that aren't trying to capture him or whatever except for so, all the humans that were in those buildings that he smashed right well, I they, mean, were, they must they were have killed day, Joe. yeah right we'll say thousands of people <laughs> like like they like boy here's your Snyder cut like they don't even pretend they don't nope. even have like thank nope. god it's a holiday and everybody's at home I know <laughs> Like, like you can't have Godzilla no... and Kong without buildings. Getting oh, I know. Off. No, no, like, it, it makes complete sense. But also, there's I was like watching one it. scene. There's like one scene where they show a handful of people running from buildings in the street. But other than that, like <laughs> they present the city as if it's completely empty, and we're not supposed to think about the yeah. the hundreds th- of thousands of people that they would have to be killing. As this I was thought, going as, on. as soon as he punched a building, I was like, huh. You know, if this was a Superman movie, I'd be pissed. Yeah, but, that's uh, the problem with it's not. That's so. <laughs> the problem with all these movies, right? When they destroy things, it's like, how do you not have collateral damage? Or, I mean, at least I like that in Avengers. That's a huge plot point, right? Like Age of Ultron. The whole thing oh, is yeah, like they, they, yeah. superheroes get like outlawed or almost, or you know, like they come up with all the Sokovia Accords because tens or hundreds of thousands yeah. of people died because of their actions like i love that they're smart enough to be able to have stakes and have well, repercussions and, and even in the spider-man movies like you see with michael keaton like there's a cottage industry that yeah, builds right, up right. around this yeah. to to, so, to repair things after that's that. based like on I, comics right yeah uh, there is a, like a damn damage damage yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so I, I i love that and again i mean i think that's i mean that's a whole uh, no, it's a different discussion but you know the way that marvel builds up the universe and has little things like that where it's like you're not supposed to think superhero movies are realistic as far as the powers and all that stuff but i love that they do kind of have those real world consequences and like how would this work what the people like like with the blip right like how does it work when half the people are missing yeah. on earth how does it work after a big fight and there's cities destroyed like I, it's really interesting well, to know, see those when we talk about like you know a mo- you know these these superhero movies or monster movies that are quote unquote grounded in reality and you know like of course the big giant monsters aren't grounded in reality of course you know iron man or spider-man isn't grounded in reality their existence but if you're going to put them in a and ostensibly in our world, there would still be real world consequences to their right. actions, and like, right. and and that's what we mean when we talk about grounded in reality. Like, and it's it's fun to see like people kind of map out in their heads, like, oh well, here's here's how society would react to this, or here's how society would respond to this to to rectify the damage or whatnot. Like it's, and it's kind of the blessing and the curse of Stanley setting all these in New York City, right? Because like when you have Gotham City and Metropolis, you can make up and over time obviously build up like what those cities are and your take on those cities. But when you have New York, you're kind of constrained and confined. Not saying you can't make it a little different, but still it's like New York is New York. So they play within that. But then also we know New York. So like we can relate to it more. It's and, crazy to see when, like, when things cross over. I, I think of... Uh, I think it was Amazing Spider-Man number thirty-six or thirty-seven, and the cover—it's—it's it's the nine-eleven issue. Like the cover mm. is just black, and the you you open the page and it's Spider-Man, uh, like standing on a building, like hands on his head, freaking out because he's watching the twin towers fall. Yeah, and it's like it, 
Marvel is able to uh, do like real world stuff that doesn't happen right. often, but with an event like that, like right. yeah. your character, you, you can't have Spider-Man swinging between the twin ta- twin towers yeah. in your comics when they have just been blown up. Right. right? So like they, they are They do kind of tie themselves to real world events. If something happens in those major cities yeah. where in Metropolis and Gotham, you're just like, ah, the globe fell off the, planet building and superman caught it yeah it's it's interesting i like it and i like i mean obviously i like both dc and marvel but i think that's kind of neat that marvel can take real events and tie them in and and do all that and it doesn't happen often right like but but it's like it adds that extra layer of wow like you care because it's a real event that you've lived through and now you're seeing it reflected and how would the characters handle it and so it it adds that a little extra level that i appreciate where in 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 this they're just like we're just gonna blow tokyo up yeah, and it's going to be a train wreck of a, you know, just buildings everywhere. They're falling into buildings. Uh, I, I think the one thing I would like to touch on briefly is the amount of money this thing made. Yeah, I mean, because if, if anything <laughs> saved theaters, that's yeah. Yeah. Which I think is kind of cool. But at the same time, it's like, all right, we're not out of the woods yet, folks. Like, but let's a just, lot of uh, people are right. A lot of people. Oh, I guess that's true. I guess that's fair. And, you know, so, it, uh, you know, I'm it's, not saying that everyone who went had been vaccinated but you're going to see this as more and more people get vaccinated right you're you know you're you're going to see this uptick especially like you know cdc has said that you can travel again if you've been vaccinated as long yeah, as they've, you, they've shrunken the uh as long the, as you do like the three things. feet yeah and schools you can three do feet. three feet in, instead of six feet you know yeah it's a but different how much time. did it make it's... i didn't know that it made a bunch of money oh yeah it made. Uh, let's take a peek here. Forty-two million dollar opening weekend. Wow! During COVID. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's and we're talking about like crazy. what? Ten it opened to eight or something Five? or ten something yeah. like that. Some I mean, I mean, so but like you said, we got to compare apples to apples. The vaccines out there, right? Things have changed, so it's not like it's not fair to say like, oh, this this safe no, theaters because no, 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 it's no. better, sure, sure, sure. but. It's it's showing you that things as they start getting better, but also people like they wanted to see this in the theater. And right. there's, I, it's this like what I talked about earlier. I, there's no mistaking or doubting that this movie's made for the big screen. Yeah, that the experience, even though we didn't see it that way, I just you know it would be better, and uh, yeah. people turned up. It's also a fascinating uh, thing to to think about in terms of you know this this the theaters are always worried about that simultaneous release, and here's a simultaneous release mm-hmm. and it still made 42 million dollars i it's, right. that's huge that this yeah. was available at your house on hbo max and people spent 42 million in the u.s in three days like that's to me to me that is a sign that the simultaneous release may stay yeah, right like it, a, yeah. if the theaters are open 100 percent capacity uh you know, I, I think that there are still going to be people that's like, no, nah, skip it. But well, you obviously, know. I think if you're a theater owner, you should be one less worried about a simultaneous release, especially if that simultaneous release is a 30 to 50 dollar pay-per-view event as opposed right. to baked into a to a streaming service. Like, sure. I mean, um, I think that there's a lot of people that, you know that would stay at home but clearly a lot of people are still going to go to the theater like it's not yeah. it's not as ugly of a of a future as you as you anticipated that's a or, great or sign. how much it was it was predicted to be right like when when they when all these services announced that they're like that's it theaters are dead like there's no way people are going to still go to theaters when you can just sit at your house and watch but, it for 
when it's baked in, like you said. Now, I think it depends are, on the movie, too. I was going to say, arguing yeah. the other side of that coin, the problem is, though, is that if that's the model, it incentivizes movie, the movie studios to make big, giant spectacle films. And, right. You know, like, part sure. of the reason this did so well is Godzilla versus King Kong. I mean, those are both, like, cultural touchstones, like, shorthand. Oh, yeah. For like Batman v Superman? Like, should have been a billion dollar movie, right? Should have been. Kong and Godzilla are both shorthand for to mean giant, yeah. right? And so you put them in a movie together, and it's and it. I mean, that just screams you want to see this on a big screen. I mean, right. you know, the like I said, those. I mean, think Bridezilla's right. Like they tack Zilla on because it's mm-hmm. a giant monster of a bride. So yeah. it's, um, or you know, King Dong, right? <laughs> like you, you know. You keep trying. Right. You know yeah. what that means. Right? Are you so. paying us for sponsorship on this episode? Or Sp- how does actually, that work? no, but this I'm, episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. I, I, already, I already gave Joe a free, a free one. Okay. You can give him my other one. You can give him mine. Please. So you would like me to give Joe your kingdom? <laughs> <laughs> the one that you were gifting to me, I will politely decline and reroute. <laughs> what to am his I going to do with two of them? Oh wait, oh. <laughs> I wasn't going to give you one, Kevin. I was just going to tell Joe to give you his when he's done with it. Yeah, yeah. I'll sanitize it. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, yeah. thank you. Yeah, so you can bathe it, it in UV light. It'll be fine. <laughs> so the movie, <clears throat> it's really cool. It's just a big dumb beat 'em up, and like like we've said before, I think this is exactly what people were hoping for. Like I think it met expectations for the big dumb action stuff, you know. And yeah. and I and I get it that the the characters again couldn't tell you their names. They were in there too much, even for what it's worth. They don't matter. I think. Um, Adam Wingard said in an in interview, like he thinks somebody should do a movie that's all monsters, no human. Did characters. they do that with The Rock? Oh no! Was it Rampage? Basically, this, no, this exact same no, no, movie. No, there were no. tons of human characters. I mean, The Rock is the star of the movie. Okay, but yeah. he's saying you know The Rock no, is a human, right? I'm, there are days where I'm not sure. That's fair. <laughs> Have you seen how much he eats in a day? Good lord! <laughs> I mean, but, when you're taking all those steroids, you got to do what you got to do. Hey, that's we can't make those claims. Okay. So anyway, the, the the I think that's a really cool idea he had though. He said have like humans can be in the background but no human characters like as the leads and no English like no spoken dialogue. Have the monsters be one like the main characters with no humans and then just the humans are like the the fodder or you know just whatever running around. That'd be pretty cool. I do it. Why not? You know? Like if if this one's as successful as it was and I think Rampage was also a pretty successful Rampage was uh, a pretty fun movie. I mean, I know I didn't yeah. like a lot of the stupid decisions. Again, like human characters, like <laughs> that still makes me so frustrated. Like, yeah, I I feel bad for this monkey. We have to let it out. Okay, now hundreds of thousands of people die. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. you're an idiot. You should. The Rock should be in jail in Rampage. Yeah, he stole an airplane. I'll, yeah, I'll sake. never get over this. Like, I hate those stupid decisions. But that movie for like the effects and stuff was really fun. Yeah, I, I think and and I think do it if this is successful and it has been I, I don't see why not i don't know where you go from here i don't because they keep killing they have the marvel problem where they just keep killing the killing the monsters well i think this but, is it like for this this oh, is franchise that right? i think this i mean I, I know they can always make more movies but like i don't think the idea is at least right now maybe after the box office they'll change their tune but yeah i wasn't thinking that like the like millie bobby brown will be back and kyle chandler <laughs> will be back and like i was thinking this kind of wrapped up like they all did the movies to get to godzilla vs kong and now 
You, you mean they built their universe correctly and then capitalized yeah, I, on it? I, I'm not gonna lie, I was really surprised anybody from any of the other movies <laughs> no. returned. Like yeah. I did I think that I was like, you know who they're not gonna get? John C. Riley. Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston. That's who's yeah. not coming back for these movies. John C. Riley's another one, yeah. He was uh, great you could probably pull style. him you could probably do do you could probably do him as like a cameo, but yeah. you are not gonna get Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston to come back for no. Kong versus Godzilla. I forgot that I forgot that they were in that movie. Yeah, they're like honestly. the two main characters. I don't care anything about the characters in these movies. I just don't. You know no, what I mean? When I, you're not so that's a thing is like I think in the the early Godzilla stuff is you do kind of uh, center on those characters and those are kind of important and Kong for sure like those characters in Kong the original King Kong are very important but once we get past the, your third Godzilla movie you don't give yeah. a crap but, but it's because the Kong the original one and I mean I I don't know that I've ever seen it but I still understand like the black and white one and Kong falling in love with the the woman and all that, like that's not the same movie as these, right? So like that's not a no, big no, smash. It's a different, like yeah, no, I know no, there's a couple all. things with him grabbing, climbing the Empire State Building, is it? And then yeah. grabbing planes and stuff. But for the most part, that movie is a love story, and it's between those two or the main characters. And like, isn't Jurassic Park the Lost World kind of King Kong? They bring the T Rex back to uh, the states. Of, I mean, they're kind yes. of recreating that same uh, dynamic, um, but. Like, yeah, that movie is different because it's more character driven and you care about Kong. But like when it comes to the beat em up, smash em up type of movies, you know, give us the action, give us the stuff that looks good and is fun. And, you know, those characters can just whatever. I like it. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. So it was fun. Yeah, I, it, was, I it was fun. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, it sounds it, like, Tom, those aren't your movies, right? So like you they're, don't they're not to start movies, with. So. Sure, sure. Sure. Yeah, totally. So, I mean. It is what it is. I just, like I said, I just wish I I liked Skull Island a lot, and so I was really hoping we'd get a Godzilla version of that. And sure, so I was a little bummed that you know it'd be fun if they put Godzilla in Skull Island, right? And then you you're not worrying about collateral damage. They just tear it up wherever they are. What about the center them... of the Earth thing? Wouldn't he exist? That's, with all those I other... have to believe that's where they're going. Yeah, right. Like that's. If they I have enough, I feel revenue. like he's too big for Skull Island. You know what I mean? Like maybe, would, maybe would, that's true. He would just almost dwarf it, and it like that's the that's the problem with Godzilla is he's so large. It's hard to have him interact with these other monsters in a way that's I hesitate to say believable, but <laughs> plausible. Yes, that's, you know, I, I yeah. The, I mean there there are some kick ass crowd pleasing moments like when they're on that monster I that Hollow Earth thing and they're just grabbing monsters and tearing them apart and stuff like there's just some really cool stuff. So I would say like if you're vaccinated and you feel safe going to the theater, this is a movie I would like someday to see in the theater. I, it's a yeah. lot of fun. But even at home, like I watched it with my son who's almost twelve, and like the whole time we were having kind of that audience reaction watching it together. Like whenever they would punch each other or rip a monster apart or rip their head off or whatever they do in the movies it was like yeah it was just so fun <laughs> and and to share that with people you know in a safe environment however you feel safe i think it's a really cool experience it was yeah. pretty cool i agree yeah tom you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> and well that will do it so we gotta wrap it up yeah. well based on the box office uh, yeah you're oh right. and a hundred <laughs> oh yeah well. uh 165 million overseas i think i mean it did huge foreign numbers so that's we were, crazy we we're talking about good for that. i mean good for it and i think and when doing the thundercats reboot oh like right that's that, mm-hmm. that's next on tap for him so yeah. i'm glad he's he got a get a good good a good crack 
and, 200 and, and million through. think about that for a movie opening uh worldwide 200 million opening weekend yeah, that's crazy. we haven't seen numbers like that at in, a while. in a year yeah. at least yeah it's i mean we haven't seen numbers like that since bad boys three yeah January. oh is that right is that the last one yeah. that was the last no well, what i did, guess uh, invisible man invisible out. man but uh but but that did well, but it didn't do. I don't know that it did blockbuster numbers. I mean, it was a hit, but yeah, Hollywood video numbers. I get it. Yeah, but um, <laughs> uh, and it was good. But Bad Boys was the one that everyone was like, "Holy crap!" Because wasn't mean, that the biggest be, movie of twenty? It ended up being 20? the highest grossing movie <laughs> yeah. of the year. But yeah, yeah Invisible so. Man was twenty nine million. So this in pandemic made more than Invisible Man opened to. Yeah, wow. think about that. That's which crazy. means had it come out in, in normal times, uh, you'd have probably been looking at a hundred eighty, two hundred million dollar opening weekend. So this is a big. Well, this is the United States budget or U.S. Yeah, budget, yeah, domestic. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. So anyway, I guess uh, that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and wherever you're getting your podcast from, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And, of course, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month you help us out, and we greatly appreciate it, and you get some extra stuff. So... Uh, anyway, that's it for this one. I have no idea what's next week. Does anyone? Nope. Not a clue. It was supposed to be Mortal Kombat, but they pushed it back. Yeah. Gotcha. They wanted you to get that extra month subscription pretty smart. Yep. Everyone could have hit <laughs> Justice League, King Kong, and then some people were like had two days to watch Mortal Kombat. They pushed it a week, so they have to buy another month. Like That's just good business. I can't <laughs> yeah, totally. fault them for that because no. you got for $15, you got two theatrical releases included. Right. Like, three's pushing it. You can pay 15 for another <laughs> you can theatrical pay movie. Yeah, like, that seems fair. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, we'll have to look it up. I think that Bob Odenkirk movie might be hitting. Oh, me. I wanted to watch Ooh. that. Oh, well, yeah. And uh, we may have some special giveaways coming up for that, too. So that will work well. Oh, get to, we're giving away Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> no, David Cross. No, yeah, oh. it's yeah, David. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, the hammer down protocol is activated. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better watch out. It's going to ruin the plot. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.